Hi there, and welcome to Jamming the Journey. This is episode five, Detours, and I'm your host, Denise. Jamming the Journey, the podcast, is just me and sometimes a special guest, the microphone and the music. Not always perfect, but always doing my best. Several months ago, I found my life to be in a very dark place. I found myself emotionally and physically tired, and most of all, very lost. So tired and lost that I became stuck in this dark and lonely place. Through music, which clears my head, and on any day lifts my spirits, which has made some parts of this journey a lot more bearable, plus the help of a very special friend, spiritual guidance, and the desperation to get out of that place, I began my journey to finding my peace my self-love, and most of all, my best and most purpose-filled life. So welcome to my journey. I'm new to this podcast thing, and my life is still under construction. So I ask that you're patient with my imperfections, like the dogs barking in the background, and accept me for the courage and strength I have decided to use as part of the healing process. So welcome to the journey. Welcome to, haha, welcome to Jamming the Journey. And I'm so glad to have you along for the ride. Today, we have a very special guest with an emphasis on very, and honestly, I would be doing her an injustice if I gave her my scripted welcome. Krista Golightly, owner of Live Simply and Golightly, is with us today, and among her other titles of realtor, mommy, wellness advocate, and writer, she is also a life coach. So a little disclaimer here, I have known Krista and her family for many years, and although she is friends with my twin girls, we've always felt we had a connection. We've even talked about it when she would come over to my house to see the girls or to get ready to go out. She usually ended up in the living room talking to me. Now, she didn't stay there because I certainly wasn't going to have the kind of Friday night they wanted. However, personally, I think the universe knew that one day, she would be a very important part of my journey. So let's stop all this intro stuff and um, welcome Krista. Hi. So I'm here. I can't believe that intro. <laughs> so um, let's get started. Um, let me just say that Krista doesn't know the questions that I'm going to ask, so and nor do I know how she's going to answer them. So you might get some, uh, well, wait up, let me see, from both of us, because she might have to take a second to answer. Hold on just one second. Abigail, go lay down. Zoe. They're excited. They get our excitement. I guess. They feel the, hap- the happiness in the room. It feels like a hummingbird right now. That's right. So, um, so, but we're going to do this. We're not going to edit anything out. It's just going to be us. Um, she might rethink that after I'm on here. <laughs> we're just going to answer. We're going to ask and answer, and we're going to go for it. Um, one of the reasons why I she wanted to. Before that. <laughs> and it's kind of warm in here, too, y'all, because we're in the hottest room in uh, um, the studio. Yeah, my studio. Um, but, but, um, <laughs> but um, one of the reasons why I did want to have Krista as a guest speaker and I asked her is because when I said in my intro that there was a special friend, um, it was her. Um, So, we're having a dog issue. Abigail, go lay down. Dog difficulties. Not a technical difficulty. (laughs) Okay. Told you we weren't going to edit. So, anyway, so Krista contacted me during um and if you've listened to 
uh, my other any of my other episodes, you will be able to. Um, believe it's me rearranging furniture in the middle of a podcast. Okay, she's rearranged, <laughs> rearranging my furniture. Everyone that knows me is going to believe it. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. She's also good at staging, which yes. obviously I'm not as good at. You because your home sold or staged. Where yeah. my helps. Call me. Yeah, because she just like totally rearranged my furniture while I was talking. Um, <laughs> this chair is so much cuter. <laughs> so I want to sit in the cute chair. It is cute. Okay, but it doesn't look good there. But anyway, so, <laughs> so anyway, so like I I said I'm gonna ask the questions. She doesn't know what I'm gonna ask. I don't know how she's gonna answer it. Um, either. Um, I, I, what I was saying is one of the reasons why I wanted Krista as a guest speaker is because I spoke of her in several of my other episodes. Um, she um, she is the person who um, initially gave me the tools that I needed to um, begin this journey and to get myself out of that dark place um I had a huge life event that um it was just kind of like the old saying goes the straw that broke the camel's back so I wanted to have her um her on here because if there's anybody out there that was in the same place that I was or you've moved on I know that she um with some of her answers that she can help you and um we call this detours because my first question is what was the biggest detour you've ever taken to date? <sighs> my biggest detour was definitely um, leaving my job in 2017 because I've always been such a straight and narrow, everything's planned out. I know what I'm going to do in life, blah, 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 when it comes to career because that's just what I thought you were supposed to do. So when I started losing it because of this job position and the negatives highly outweighed the positives uh, and... Just, just a little thing. Had a newborn at home and a four-year-old. So, anyways, it took me about eight months, and I begged my husband and my mom and everyone I knew to please let me quit my job because I was losing my mind. And just a little side note, I had pretty bad anxiety when I was younger from a crazy relationship, and I realize now that it was like PTSD because the anxiety when it hit me felt the same as that. So, it's a little deep for you, but that's why. Um, so, your biggest detour, you would say, is quitting your job. Yes. And just going for a job that I did not have another job in line. I was just going to like, going to wing it. <laughs> okay. So with that in mind, and um, what advice would you give your younger self if you could talk to your younger self today? Oh my God. We don't think we have enough time. <laughs> okay. Podcast. Give me the top three. Holy shit. <laughs> God, you narrowed it down. <laughs> Go ahead. Just a little, um. Uh, announcement if your children in the car i'll probably end up saying some bad words so um because i always that. give that disclaimer oh, okay cool so, yeah. cool yeah all right so what i mean I brooke said the f word in her interviews so i probably will too remember we're friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> um anyway so the advice I, the first thing i would give my younger self which i think is the biggest thing that all of us start with because my seven-year-old's already starting to be this way but to not give a shit what everybody else thinks <laughs> because you cannot make them think what you want them to think even if that's your truth, they're going to think what they want to think. So quit, just quit. Like I say, my seven-year-old already is starting to like, it doesn't look cool. So he doesn't do certain stuff and it breaks my heart because I'm like, I'm doing everything I can to teach him that. So that's my biggest one. And then my next thing, um, well, okay. Top three. So my next one would be to not follow or try to be the cool kid. You know, like (laughs) I was always a cool kid. I just fit into that I guess the stereotype, like, okay, if you're, if you're attractive and smart and 
friendly, you can be, you'll be one of the cool kids. That's pretty much all it takes. That's right. how you get in, people. It's, but it's like I didn't really fit in there because I shouldn't have been doing some of the things I was doing because that's why I was treating my soul. But I followed people even though I was the leader, which is scary to me because I was like the leader, I felt. So. Okay, that's two. Give me one more. Uh, okay, one more is realize that there's nothing outside of yourself that can make you happy. You are the only person that can make you happy. Anything else, even if your parents are everything, like whatever, sure, it's amazing to have people you can lean on. I always did have that, but don't look for anything outside of yourself. Even your, you need to know that you are all you need ever in life because God has your back and you are part of that. So, oh, I like those. Paul, oh, okay, I like those. So, um, now nah, I'm picking a question. Um, okay, so how do I follow up with that? Um, so, okay. So, what advice would you give someone who? is in the situation that you're in um, and wants to make a detour in their life, whether it's changing jobs, quitting their job, um, any kind of detour from the norm in their journey, what advice would you give them? Well, my advice is kind of, um, it might sound, okay. I would say to plan a little better than I did because honestly, I was just in that moment. I had gotten sick like eight times in six months. My body was shutting down. So I felt in a whole different stage. And it was hormones after having a baby. I likely had some sort of, um, uh, what is it? Postpartum Postpartum, depression. yeah. I probably had a touch of that on top of all the things with going back to a job in that new position and being on call 24-7 um, and being a mother. <laughs> and um, But I would say that the... Okay. The question <laughs> was, there I go. Okay, what, what, what advice would you give someone who wanted oh, to make yeah, a yeah. detour? So, so go ahead, like if you're in that position, just go ahead and plan, plan, have something else in line so that you don't hurt your family financially. Cause that's my biggest, like, I feel like I should have been able to be strong enough to be like, I can stay in a situation for a little bit longer. But in that moment, my mind wasn't that strong. Now I wish that other people would, you know, just see what the, what it is for now, but just seriously be planning for the next step and just do it because Plan a little better, like I say, because of the financial part. You don't want to put burden on your family, but just do it because there's never going to be a right time. So whether you take another job that's a crappy job, it'll pay you pay your bills for a minute, but it's something you enjoy doing. Just do that for a minute. Okay. Okay. So, just do you money. feel people have misconceptions about your purpose? And if so, what would you tell them? Well, this goes back to my advice to my younger self that I now always do. I don't really give a shit what people's conceptions are of my right. purpose because yeah. my favorite Dr. Seuss quote, you know, the ones that matter don't mind and the ones that mind don't matter. That's my truth. Like, if they if they think whatever about me, I'm sure there's plenty of my old friends out there going, this bitch has lost her mind <laughs> and she is just crazy. But they're the ones that are over there sad and I'm not. So, I don't care. I hope that they come to the light is what I hope, but I don't really care or think about it. I have time for other things. Okay, so who has influenced you most um, with this detour in mind? Myself, honestly, which awesome. sounds really crazy, but I actually, yeah, because I used to always say my mom influenced me the most in life and she always did influence me just to be a good person just because that's what she was. And she, but she was the one who ended up, when she gave me her permission, it's when I felt like, okay, because she saw how it was breaking me. But it was like, I've got to do this for me because I was like at a point that I never want to be back. I will not ever be back at. And so, or back to. So I, I influenced myself the most because it was like all I had. <laughs> it was like a life preserver, but it was like, you got to help yourself, girl, because nobody else can get you out of this. 
So mm-hmm. when you were struggling, like you still go back to, you know, when you didn't have a plan. So you, I mean, because I, I really know. find this so really amazing. <laughs> like, so you were your own inspiration. I was. And it sounds crazy. And it sounds, I hope it doesn't come off as cocky. It's not that. It's just that I knew that if I was going to get out, I was the only way to get out. And it was like, I had so much help. My, my husband, my parents, I had so many people that loved me around me. Some of my best friends. But I, they still can't get you out of that spot. Nobody can get you out. You, you have to reach up is the point. I, I, you know, like I knew I had to reach up if I wanted to get out. And reaching up means like stand up and be true to yourself. Cool. <laughs> so, okay. Do you feel like you've made any mistakes along the way? <laughs> well, of course. And, well, okay. So, no. give us a couple. Um, well, I mean, mistakes as in, I, like I said earlier, I didn't the things plan. you would do different. Right. I didn't plan. I wish I would have planned a little bit better for it. And I wish that I could have got my mental stuff together enough to do that. But then again, if I would have, then... I would have not, okay, so this is this is a little story. So I was going to quit on March 17th, which is March 17th, my number. I actually was going to quit on the 10th, but I ended up working all weekend to make some extra money before I quit because I was like, I got my bonus. So I was going to have like $4,000. And I was like, that's all I need because I was so pumped and ready and could not wait to leave there. So 317, I was supposed to quit. 316, I told everybody in there. I didn't really think I cared. And then 316, <laughs> my boss found out he was one of my friends, and they decided we would part ways. And I was like, what does that mean? And so it was like not me quitting, not them firing me. Look better on numbers, I'm assuming. I don't know, really. I never asked that question. I was just like, huh. Well, that was a weird seven-year break that I'm just leaving <laughs> the office. They even let me finish out the day, which they don't do, because I'm like, I'm not handing all this stuff off to somebody. Something will get missed. It's too important. And she knew that I love the company. She just she wanted to be gone, too. She is now. Thank goodness for her, too. Good girl. But <laughs> so, yeah, that, that definitely um, was my my first thing and uh was this advice to my which one was it what mistakes oh, or mistake, what yeah. things would you so, change differently so it breaking like that i was thinking i had the the, the four thousand dollars should just go out and just like keep going well then they're like you can get unemployment since you're not quitting or since you're not yeah since you're not quitting since it's just part ways i was like what i can get three hundred dollars a week for nothing and stay home with my kids all summer got it okay sounds good to me so I did a bunch of stuff when I first got out and then work slowed down and I allowed it to slow down and I had that money coming and I was like, so it, anyways, it made it easy for me. So I, that's a mistake, but then again, it's not because if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have had that break down <laughs> to have my breakthrough. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> so that's literally the, right. Yeah. I mean, you have to break, I tell everyone it's not going to be easy before you have a breakthrough in life. You're going to break down like real hard. It's like, you got to hit rock bottom. That's the saying for a reason. Right, right. Okay, so... You got to break down to the bottom. <laughs> um, anything else that you would change differently? No, because, I mean, like I say, I say mistakes, but I don't really think of things as mistakes. I just think of them all as learning stuff. There's things that if I could have gone back, yeah, but I can't go back, so I don't think about it, really. But, I mean, that's the only thing that I ever felt bad about because it put burden on my family for the financial part. So, um, let's see. I'm looking at my question. I'm going to make it up to them. Don't <laughs> they worry with my PJ one day. So, <laughs> financial burden. <laughs> so... Um, have you had an embarrassing moment since your detour? And if so, what? I've never think, I don't think I've ever gotten embarrassed in my life. Are you serious? I don't get embarrassed. Oh my gosh. I really don't. But I do kind of think that embarrassment and shame are a lot on the same okay, level. Right, I would agree. And I did feel shame whenever I felt like I was failing as a mother. And I let that go now because I realized that's what made me truly break down is to know that but anything that I made, like I felt like that, that position, the financial stuff, I felt, felt so awful about it and all that. And I was like, 
oh my God, I can't do anything. I feel like I could not do anything right, but parenting is the one thing that I always knew I was going to get right because it's so important. <laughs> and so that's when I felt shame. But I'm like, if I wouldn't have felt that shame and I would have just been numb to it, then I never, I would have just fallen apart. So it's a good thing. I feel like people should use it, whether it's embarrassment or shame or whatever. Emotion, you should always use them. So what is your greatest fear at this point of your journey? Um, y'all are going to think I'm full of shit. Uh, I don't really fear things anymore. A lot. I do have fear and things like this. I was nervous before we started this. I feel nerves, but I, it doesn't get to a fear point anymore. And that seems insane. Believe me, my dad just got out of the hospital and all these things. But like, there's been a lot of crazy things that like used to, I would have fallen apart when these things happened. And since this has happened, like it doesn't even make me bring tears to my eyes because I know the joy of how much time I've had with both of my parents and like how important that is. And I truly have like this gratitude for it that it doesn't make me cry to think about when they're not going to be here because they're so much a part of me that they'll never be gone. So like it does, that's the only thing that used to, death, death used to be my fear, but it's not anymore. So I, know I think that death is beautiful now. I mean, I don't want anyone to die. That's not what I'm saying. Universe, don't listen. Well, that, and but. so I know this isn't an easy answer, but how, okay. So failures still, I mean, this failures, a, everyone's well, no, here. This is like a, almost a personal question. Yeah. I mean, like as hard as I try I can't go 24 hours being totally positive. And so, Girl, we don't, I don't either. I have had, I have had, this week I've had two days when I'm down. No. Don't, are, you, are you afraid you're going to go back to where you were? I don't think I'm going to go back to where I was. It's just sometimes I beat up on we myself because I, tr- I get up and I have the intentions no, of being, girl. you know, positive patty. And before I get home, I'm... Betty the bitch. So. I told you that too. I've told you that though. I have bad days. I have bad weeks. My period throws me out. God, I know for whatever reason, women have all this shit. I think it's just because God knew that we're badasses and that like we can handle it. <laughs> true, true. Because it, every month, and then being a businesswoman, like being a realtor and around all these like strong men, and I'm strong as hell too. Like I'm so strong. And then I'm like those two days though, I want to like stab people where I normally like can control all of my emotions now for the most part. And I'm like, fuck y'all. Because how come y'all get it so easy? But no filter realtor is my hashtag, by the way, because I just have no filter. And um, I'm real. Okay, well, I'm real. <laughs> well, everyone, that's what I always tell you. This is real. This is genuine. This is yeah. raw. So. But, no, I mean, but that's everyone. And fear of failure, I mean, when it comes down to it, like, honestly, she, y'all, she says I'm her teacher and all this stuff. And I am, and I'm so grateful to be that. But, like, she teaches me so much. That's one of the best things about this job and that's why it drives me so much because it's not a job to me but coaching people when I mean I feel like I probably teach you how to deal with difficult people oh I already know that that's why (laughs) this is my shit I already know that I've been in customer service my entire life in some form or another and I mean I was with medical reps like how to deal with crazy menopausal women is that what I teach you (laughs) they gave me New York because they said I'm the most I'm the most northern southern girl they've ever met and I could take them and I said damn right I can they didn't give it to guys they gave it to me because the reps medical reps have you ever think about pharmaceutical or medical rep they are wonderful people so don't stab me but they're needy for a lot because they have a lot going on it's a stressful stressful job that's what I was going to do and I jumped back from that but they don't like I can handle you're not difficult that's not no but she is like she's taught me so much so like she's doing this podcast I've taught her she's jumped into it this has been what I've been saying I'm gonna do this for a hot (laughs) minute hey I did I I posted two little things before she did but I just like did it and did it and then she did so good that I was like damn I gotta actually try (laughs) and so I'm gonna I'm getting on it but this is like I'm she's teaching me she's pushing me too so that's how it works um (laughs) so I know you've kind of answered this but where do you find all this inspiration? 
Um, I mean, from a lot of people, from all my mentors that I look up to, all the books that I've listened to, and all of the po- like, I haven't. I've only listened to like three podcasts ever, but I've read. I've so many audio books. Like, obviously, um, practicing the power of now um, was my quake book, and it's what made my mind know that I have control of it. You know, like all of us are like scared to admit that we have all these different little parts of our brains because people are scared of schizophrenia and mental illness and it's not funny but it's like people are scared to say any of these things because it they don't want to sound crazy there's such a stigma on crazy i'm using air quotes because people everyone is a little crazy right but it's like and some people you know some people are a lot crazy right well that's true but it's like we can help all of them if you can help parts <laughs> of them because as one part help you know goes it gets better and better so, anyways, but she's definitely, um, but I, I just want to, that book is amazing, and I've had inspiration from lots of authors, and Oprah, um, you know, like I will say, I know for a fact I'll be sitting on her couch on Super Soul Sunday one day. I have no doubt in my mind I will, because we, I came up with Is this. that what I'm supposed to do, to sit on Kid Rock's couch? Yeah. Am I just supposed to, like, believe the universe is going to give that to me, and then I'm going to be sitting on his couch? Yeah, because we're going to earn it because we're going to help so many people. We're going to have books and film tours. I tell people this. Y'all can all think we're crazy. But when it happens, we're awesome. going. Um, okay, so name three of your top favorite books. Okay, the first one is The Practice and the Power of Now. Um, it's Eckhart Tolle, and he's got lots of them. And some of my people that I'm trying to get to listen to him are like, Krista, holy crap. Because his voice sounds a little bit like the dry eyes guy. <laughs> because he's very monotone. But to me, it's like hearing God speak almost because it's so soothing and it taught me so much. I've listened to it over and over and over again. And um, Oprah's Simple, Simple Soul Sundays, the her favorite ones. Um, so there are just some great things on there. And then from there, I sprouted off to books that were from the people that, because it's just clips of different, her favorite Super Soul Sundays. And so Seed of the Soul is another thing it's i go back to there's this little person and i just watched men in black again not long ago and this makes so much sense but it's this little alien inside this person's body and he's controlling everything and like the movie inside out like all these people in your head i'm like that's how it really is though and but i think that those three books definitely um help me because it, te- it teaches you that you are the one in control inside there you're the watcher you're not the one that's you know, binge eating or the one that's, you know, just feel shame or the all these different things. It's parts of you, but you are the soul in there and you can help control all those other things. I don't have a hold on all of it yet either, but I mean, I know that, it, you know, you can see it at least, which is the beginning. Right, right. Beginning. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so with all of this being said, mm-hmm. um, what would you say is your strongest personality quality, your strong personal quality? Or personality quality, whichever one you want to use. I believe that my strongest quality is definitely that I do not take no for an answer. Mm. I'm choking <laughs> over here on my wine. Yeah. Yes, I'm choking because if she you tell her, to that. <laughs> if you tell her no, she will come to your house and she will like want you to tell her no to her face. So I don't okay. know. There's a lot more to that. <laughs> Serial stalker break in psychopath. There's a lot more to that story. No, she came to my house and because she, I knew her mind was what was holding her down, and I was like, "This ain't gonna happen on my watch." She, I t- she said, "I'm on my way." In a text, so I thought if she did, if I didn't answer, she wouldn't show up. Okay, no, that did. No, she does not take no for an answer. She will come not when I know it's for your own good. Like, I mean, I'm a realtor, right? I'm not gonna hound somebody for something that I know that they don't need. But when I know, like, I had a client recently. That she definitely wanted, um, she she was going through hard times, and so she, with an ex and all this stuff, and so I knew she was scared of the fresh start, and so I was like, hey girl, are you sure this is 
not that it's this, but it's that. And she's like, oh my God. But most people don't call people on their shit. And I always have. In a graceful way, though. Like, I'm like, look, it's your mind. I feel like you're coming. Oh, she didn't bust in or anything. No, I but... And I even called. I was like, at least call you before I come. <laughs> she made it sound so violent. I'm not violent. <laughs> no, no, but no. no. But I do. If it's for someone's own good, like, I'm going to. And I'm a very, I should say, I was such. I was like, oh, it sounds terrible, but I'm like, I could be very manipulative when I was younger. I could get my way no matter what it was, good or bad or sideways or whatever. But now I realize it's persuasive because it's positive. So positive persuasive. I'm gonna. It get, was positive. It's not just it was for what persuasive, I was for what I but she doesn't take notes. No, I, 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 I can attest that. to mm-hmm. that. Right, but it's a great... It's Don't tell her where you live. <laughs> Only if you're going to hurt yourself. I'm trying to get you for I wasn't trying to hurt myself. That's awful. No, <laughs> I was going to say, let's I wasn't going to hurt myself. That's not uh, what I meant. No, it was It was just all about going to an event that I backed out on, which if you know Last me... Minute. If you know me, you know that it sounds really good at the minute. I mean, if you... She's honestly, done it to me twice is why. She did it to me on the floor. Okay, and, and if you are have been my friend for a long time, I am the friend that is in all the memes on Facebook who will tell you the day that you say hey do you want to do so and so I think it sounds like the most brilliant idea until the day comes and I get home from work and once the bra comes off yeah I'm not really I don't care she has a bra though <laughs> tell her you tell them what shirt you put on that night and how hilarious that was oh yeah what did it say um it's the one that said something about she didn't she didn't want to so she because she's my one of my favorite quotes is um, she believed she could, so she did. And <laughs> yeah. her shirt said some shit like, she didn't think she no, could. No, it said she believed she could, but she was too tired, so she didn't. And I said, but she did, because she had that shirt on. So, that, so I was really trying to be rebellious in my shirt preference that night. But, I, uh-huh. but exactly. as I went to the event that I had committed to, that I said I wasn't going as to. As she got up and got dressed. Yeah, as I, because she was at my house. <laughs> so, I'm... So, um, Let's see. Um, Shocker, we off on a tangent. I know. That's all I've won so far. I'm pretty proud. Um, so, okay, let's get serious. Okay. How do you connect with the spiritual part of your life? Meditation, hands down. Um, every time I meditate, like I'll ask, like I've learned to ask the universe, God, like we've said, you've said in your past before, I believe that God and the universe is the same thing. Right. Sorry if anybody doesn't like that, but that's what I feel no, it is the same right. thing. Right. And so, um, but anyways, I ask before, like if I have certain questions, if I don't, I just meditate. But, and then afterwards, they ask, the answers come some way all the time to me, it feels like. And so, um, yeah, that's how meditation is definitely how, how I connect with my spiritual self. And listening to books and, and people that are, you know, very soulful, like spiritual leaders, like the seat of the soul, you know, people see the soul of the books I listen to. And I did speak about in one of my previous episodes. The, um, in fact, it was funny. We we actually had the same app. For the first time, she um, was coming over to visit me, which I invited her that time. She didn't just <laughs> come in, but um, but we I actually had the app on my phone. The app she uses, and it's called Calm, C A L M. And I'll take a minute to just promote it because it's awesome. Oh, yeah. um, it's just very easy. Every day there's a different thing. And I know how most people say when you go to church, it's always pertaining to something that you need that day. Well, every day on calm, it's something that I need at that moment. And it's crazy. And it just, it's a 10 minute, I do the master classes and everything else, but that's like another thing. You don't have to do that yet, but you'll want to because 
If you just try it, people don't understand meditation is anything that you do that slows your mind. It's just like praying. The word meditation, I feel like, scares people. Like, it's some sort of, like, I agree. hippie thing that's going to put you in a trance and, like, the cult life's going to take over. And I'm like, gosh. That we actually, my, our friend Elizabeth, um, we went to the Magnolia Grove in, um, yeah, Magnolia Grove, I think. Anyways, the monastery. We went for that open house. And it is the most peaceful place I've ever felt in my entire life because everyone there just loves. Like, they don't. It's, it's, it's like Buddhist stuff is, and, and meditation is not Buddhist. It's just anything. But, but I'm like, it was beautiful. And so meditation is just very calm and peaceful and just resets you. To me, it's like what you eat, like, what is it, wasabi or whatever to clean your palate whenever you're eating. And so it's like, to me, meditation is like, if, you're, if you start those moments earlier you were talking about, whenever you get in those moments when you have that, always meditate in that time. Because it's 10 minutes and it literally will make you feel better every time. Like I've been going through some shit in my life and I will meditate and afterwards I feel at peace. Like it, like I just know I have faith. It like resets my faith because we all lose faith a little bit for, in little, not like in general in life, but you're like, oh, like whenever I start losing, life, yeah, yeah, right, right. But I'm like, <laughs> even on the smaller scale, like whenever I'm like annoyed with my kids and I'm like, oh my God, I thought I was going to be the perfect mom now. And like, I really don't think anyone's ever going to be a perfect mom because that's not the point. It's to just make sure they understand that we all have these feelings and different emotions and things just to like, so say now, whenever, if, if I like lose my temper and yell at my kids, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mommy's in a bad mood. I love you. I didn't mean to yell at you. So then, I mean, sure. He's probably like, what a bitch, but he's probably like cool, we all get in bad moods. He doesn't just take it like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? What did I do with something? You know, it's like kids take things on. So if I do that though, I'll be like, mommy, I'll be back 10 minutes. And I'll go meditate. And it always That's the great better. thing about this app is that they're, they are, and they're 10 minute, um, daily things. Med- they're 10 minute sessions, which even I can do right. with my ADHD. And they're not going to be, pr- I'll go ahead and tell you this. Cause just one thing that bothered you is that, um, it, it's you're not always going to sit for the whole 10 minutes and when you start right. you may sit one of the 10 minutes or less that's okay though and she'll tell you that eventually but like there's you know the girl that talks in there every day but she's tamara love it it's just her voice is like oh to me and i'm i know it's re- very it's so soothing. soothing and well and i did talk about that in one of my um podcasts earlier but it is true I, and she talks very slow <laughs> and is. i mean the first time and yeah. i've even said it this is my thing i was like you know what bitch if you hurried up we could do this to meditation in five minutes but and then tamara taught her that you don't need to rush life and slow the f down yeah so i mean, very but, calm beautiful voice. but now you know as i get it it's the whole breathing yeah. and i and it and there's going to be days you'll be easier to sit than others. Some days you're going to have like a real rough day. Like someone almost T-boned you on the way to work. And you're, you know, like there's going to be days that are rough. I just always try to for that 10 minutes because your intention was to sit for, for it. So as Oprah and all these different people have taught, intention is what is key to everything. If your intention was to make yourself feel more calm, you're going to feel more calm. Whether you sit for one minute or 10 minutes total, just take that 10 minutes for yourself is the point. Well, and I do. I do take yeah. the 10 minutes right. now. Right, you feel better now. I do. Right. And, and, like, I, I, I mean, different people use it for different things. I, I I use it a lot of times, most of the time, when I get home from work. Mm-hmm. It helps me transition right. from the hustle and bustle right. of my job to now I'm at home. Not that That's there's... That's awesome, though. You don't the, drag it home to your relationship. Right. If you're, not like, annoyed that, with people. Well, right. and, yeah, not that there's not hustle and bustle at home and I can just <laughs> relax and sit around. But it gets me out of Shit. work mode. Two dogs, hustle and bustle. Yeah, right. I mean, go they calmed through. down though. I told you, look what happened. Um, I just, I, I, I manifested that. <laughs> I sent them to their room, but okay, oh, if she wants to believe that, y'all, we'll let her I didn't believe know she that. She sent them to the room, or yeah, when I was over here by me. Oh, okay, they're just calm now. <laughs> so, but yeah, meditation. Um, I, I will, I'll agree with that. Um, when she first um, suggested that to me, she's right. I was just like, <laughs> okay. 
dokey. I mean, again, I'm right. A, I'm I get a, it. Most people around here are. I mean, so I get it. well, and it wasn't even like the word. It was just like, okay, so I'm a menopausal woman with ADHD, <laughs> and you want me to sit here for ten <laughs> minutes and just listen to this lady? I'm not menopausal, but I have small children and I have ADHD, obviously. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, you want me to sit here and listen to this woman? And con- honestly, during like the first couple of times, she there was so much pause between some of her words you think I, that's had to, I had to open my eyes and check my phone I to see to. if to. she was still talking but now yeah. i do appreciate that 10 minutes so i have I, and a little tip on that because i used to do that too it used to make me a little crazy because i would think oh my god how long have i been sitting here <laughs> and i think it stopped because my phone does crazy stuff you know or i do it in my car sometimes i'm like oh did my bluetooth stop and i'd have to look at it you meditate your car yeah i sit and I, I have a whole business plan for that too on top of the rest but while yes. you're driving not while i'm driving oh oh sit. okay I was like, oh my God. Yes, I closed my eyes for 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, what? She's all about don't text and drive. She never said don't I meditate. I'm like real big about texting oh and driving. God. And now I'm thinking, this eyes. bitch is meditating. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do have walking meditations that I have done while I'm driving because your eyes are open. <laughs> oh my god, you just yes. gave, oh, my heart just fluttered. Oh my I god, like, how was I mean I know I say that like holy shit, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh god, you she's special. Me to hey, that's something else I need to tell y'all. I, <laughs> you know, she started it with saying I was special, very special, whatever. And I said, you know, my whole life when I did something silly, like I mean, I could like you know do something that was so dumb, but I'll be like, oh, I'm so special. And I realized that you believe what you tell yourself, right? And then I was like, oh, I was kind of working myself up the whole time to believe I was special even when I didn't because I said it so often if I did anything silly. And so, anyways, I was like, I tell my son now because he used to be like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. Or I'm like, no, you say, oh, my God, I'm so special. And so, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like you're telling your mind special, but you don't, you know, like, it's a lot better. Yeah, so. not short, but special, right, but right. special, special. special, special. <laughs> so, um, okay, so... Um, I think her answers are way better than my questions. I'm so enjoying oh this. Um, so, do you think it's possible to feel happiness and peace even in difficult situations? Absolutely. How? Now, I have not yet lost anyone, so I'm sure, but I do, I have gone through some real hard stuff. Remember that financial stuff I was talking about earlier? I'm not going to go all into it, but I mean, it was some hard, scary times. And then I, the hardest part was me thinking, oh my God, I'm really going to have to just go back to a normal job and this dream that I'd feel in my heart and soul that's supposed to happen, which I didn't know exactly how or what or whether I knew like I, parts of it that are coming together now, but I didn't know. So that was, um, that was the hardest part or sorry. Well, no. So, so how, so how, because Oh, uh, how though? Oh, so, so how did you find the meditation? I mean, you just have to have faith. I just knew that like all I was doing in my life was trying to help other people and I was trying and I'm like, there's no way, and if it and then I realized that like if it does happen, that's just what's meant to happen, and it's going to teach me something. And I would just gratitude, like having a gratitude journal, and I don't write so them down. So you just every day. wouldn't Being, worry. I wouldn't. It was scary to my mom. My mom. Lots of people think I thought I was having a breakdown because I was so calm about it. My husband was like, "How do you sleep so easy at night?" And I'm like, "Cause I meditate." I'm like, "Hmm, let me see." Because I <laughs> always see because he doesn't want to listen to. Me. But he he like he just. He's like most people don't want to listen to things that their wives say, I guess. I don't know. But I'm like, about meditation. Meditation helped me. I could just sleep through it because I knew in my soul and in my gut, and my gut's usually right, that it was going to be okay either way. But sometimes it's not okay. Sometimes bad things happen. But when they happen, they're teaching you something. Be grateful okay. for the lesson that's right. teaching True. you. So, like, if, say, if we would have, like, lost our house or did whatever, like, I would have just been like, well, this is what was supposed to happen because it's going to be a better part of my story to tell other people, like, keep fighting for you because I was not going to stop. 
there was, let's be real, I was not going to go get a regular job and do whatever. Like, I knew this is what I was meant to do. I knew that I was meant so to do So, even when bad company. stuff happens, you, you just, just embrace it and yeah. say, this is what was meant to happen. Right. And I'll just take it. Okay. See, I have a hard time doing that. So, that's Everybody what, I mean, does. No, that's, I'm saying yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. No, so, just, I mean, yeah. I promise it's just the meditation that mm-hmm. slows you down for long enough to make you reset and breathe and know that whatever happens was supposed to happen in that moment, no matter what. And look for what it taught you. I mean, we've had people that we know, not people close to us, but we've had people that we know pass away. And I'm like, it's a tragic thing, but it made us realize how important family is. And it made us think, you know, like, it's like, you knew it's just, it's tragic, but it, it, it bring nothing brings families and people together more than death, which is why I say I don't fear death anymore because I know that all it, it's meant for a purpose sometime to help a lot of other people wake up. Cause we all need to wake That's up. That's probably my biggest challenge <laughs> is, um, accepting whatever Acceptance happens. Is, right. Well, that's, that's the whole, like that's, that is that it right in a nutshell right there. Acceptance mm-hmm. and letting go of not, you know, like anytime you're holding on to something and suffer, the cause of all suffering is the resistance of it. So accept and just have faith. And, and I don't mean faith in God. Everybody says I have faith in God. I mean, yes, have faith in God, but just have faith that the universe knows exactly what it's doing right now in this moment for you for your higher purpose especially when you're trying to seek and you're trying to help yourself and you're trying to help others and you're trying to make the world a better place and you're a good person it's i mean i don't have the pity parties that i used to have i mean like seriously i would have so many i felt like i should have party hats because Mm -hmm. i would have so many pity parties and i have found but i have found that you know i don't I don't find myself the victim. I, I think that that might be. Yes, I think that might everyone. be the one of the biggest changes mm-hmm. that I've made mm-hmm. since being on this journey is I don't call myself a victim anymore. I never call myself a victim. Whereas um, before well, I started I mean, how this, this happened, right, what doing, right, everyone. That's, exactly. that's the biggest thing I would tell anyone if it. Anyone said, "What's one thing I could do right now?" To make my life better and happier and turn around if you feel like you're like down a hole is let go of why me you know like the victim right thing. for anything i don't give a shit if you're if your husband's beat you for i mean this is gonna I, I was in an abusive relationship so like this is me saying this it's kind of like you can say the but um it's like what? if you've been in that for all your life just be like thank god because the next husband won't be like that right and like i mean that's why i found charles like two weeks after a 12-year relationship my husband popped up and i'm like what? This can't be happening. I wasn't looking for love, but it's because I truly had let go of that. But yeah, let go of that victim part. And then yeah, I really, like, I do think that that is huge. A lot of people don't realize that they're playing victim, but they are constantly. And I think that I've realized that here recently when bad things have, have happened and... I, it, well, it occurs to me, oh, look, I haven't even had a pity party or I haven't felt yeah. sorry for myself. Right. Or if I do turn to start feeling sorry for myself, I snap catch out of it. it. Well, that's, that's, that's your it. soul. That's your, yeah. that's your, that's what I tell you. Like we have heard that little person that's in there controlling all those things. Yeah. That is your joy that's stopping it because your joy, your soul can see that. And your joy is like, oh, that's bullshit. I don't want to feel like that. Right. Like you realize that like you are the only one, like people, when people touch your shit and like, you know, that sounds bad. When people like, whenever, you know, we all have our shit, right? So say if you're a victim or say if you have something that you don't like and somebody calls you and says it and it hurts you, you could be like, huh, huh, hmm, that used to bother me. I can let that go. Because then they can't hurt you anymore. Like, do you know that people could call me any name ever and I wouldn't give a shit because I know that's not true? Like, I don't care. When it's You have to, and it's not because I'm like, oh, don't care. It's like, 
sorry that you feel so badly about someone else. Like people are like, well, Marie Kondo, the whole thing, decluttering and all the stuff that I did, but Marie Kondo, how sweet and joyful. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, she's like too nice. I can't even listen to her. And I'm like, I'm like the little step under her, but it's like, cause I, I can't always see the positive and even what people are saying. It, it is, it is true. And practice does yeah. help. And I mean, it's I, I, I even, um, you know, one of my kids called me last week, um, that had just a lot going on and she was, you know, and she had every, I want to say she had every right to be in victim role, but mm-hmm. I understood right, why right. she was in victim role. Right. And That's, so we're going to see parts when people are going to so have And so I talked, I talked her down and, mm-hmm. you know, and later on she like called back and she was like, mom, for a long yeah. Time. And she was just like, mom, you know, like, gosh, thank you so mm-hmm. much. And it was like, we need people to call us on our shit. And most of us don't have that because most people are either scared. Like our personality, my personality type, nobody would call me on my shit. They've been terrified. I was, ter- I was a terror when I was younger, apparently. Like I can think back and I'm like, oh my God, I was so like hateful back to somebody. If they called me on some shit, I would just like cut them out. Like it's crazy. But now like, I wish, dang, I wish I would have had a lot more not yes friends, a lot more friends that would have stood up to me. And you know, cause we need that. That was just you, not in a graceful way. Not like, no, right. you know, like, well, well, right. Well, she caught, you know, and, and honestly what, and my answer to her and my prideful answer, and you can, you know, I'm, I'm going to call my kids out, but if you knew which kid I was talking about, um, you know, when she called me, she was like, oh, you know, I've been thinking about what you said. And my joyful answer to her, although my heart was hurting because I knew yeah. she was hurting. Yeah. But I felt, I was just like, you know what? The only reason I know this is because what I've learned on my journey. And if yes. everything that I've been through, and, and you that's know. That's the point. It's to pass it forward. Like you said, like that's the point. Yeah. So like me knowing that you're doing this is making me feel like, because oh, I know that now she's going to do, you know, like, I mean, we all do it in our own way. But as you learn these new tools and then you share them, like the point is to share them. I think a lot of people have these tools and they like kept them in their own little pocket because they were like, I don't want to like shake the boat, whatever. No, like when you learn this stuff to help other people, that's the best thing ever. Like well, it's absolutely. giving me chills to just think about it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I mean, I'll just share really quick. I mean, you know, there is some shame that I was carrying because I've had so many more than the average person failed relationships. Now in in last so week much for your kids. Well, last week that's what I said to her. I said, you know, and and she kind of like not laughingly, she kind of said, Mom, you're right. I mean, you know, oh, you can you see it through, and you can hear it. Whenever you touch somebody, you can just see it. You're like, oh, my yeah, gosh. She, I went deep. I just felt that. She <laughs> said, yeah, like you had this with that person mm-hmm. and you had that with that person and you had this with that person. And you talk about every time. And so I said, exactly. So they were lessons. Now I'm learning. I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, no. If if I went through all of that and I can help. And I know, you know. It is especially so, your kids. Like, right. Yeah. And it's so cliche to say, if I can just help one person, no. it's worth it. I already it. have my one person. I'm <laughs> like, I already have them. And my mom. But. But I really think that if you're serious, you do mean that. Because no, I do mean that. It's like this Everybody body. that says it means it. Like, the things that they don't mean is like, oh, it's just, it is honored. Like, honestly, like, I just got nominated for Realtor of the Year. I don't know if I'm going to get it. There are people that have been in this business for years and years. When I first heard that, I was like, what in the hell? Oh, wait. Dang, Krista, just because you don't have these crazy numbers doesn't mean that you're like, oh, my God, you're all for the community. Like, I love the community, and I'm doing so much for that. So, like. 
it is an audience. I don't win. Like, it, it really is an honor to be nominated. But it's like, it's just an honor. It's like, they do always believe that. It's not just cliche. It's well, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? But yeah. they mean it. It's, it's just, just like these podcasts. You know, it's so funny because I get on these boards and these people talk about, I have 2,000 listeners. I have 4,000 <laughs> listeners. And like I'm, I have three. I mean, I like did a backflip when I hit 100. I mean, I'm I just like. I only got 30. And that's because I got scared because <laughs> it's not real. And I was like, okay, I got to <laughs> And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Out of those 100 listeners, if there's, you know, one to five people who like, catch something even not even now the whole podcast if they catch something that either me or i have a speaker that they can relate to and it helps them i truly from the pit of my heart will be so thankful yeah. and so it's not about listeners to me this is a hobby that's why i do it on a free service that's why it's not edited this is truly a hobby and but for now it's for now, for now. she doesn't see the big picture i'm the visionary in this relationship she is the visionary in, in their relationship person. so um but i mean you know it, it is it's and i find joy i get excited about doing this because and that's what you should because do. i really do hope that you know I, and I have been through some shit and and a lot of my shit was self-inflicted I'm not I mean I certainly can sit here and say not every single right. time did I not deserve it so yeah. you know some of my shit was um self-inflicted mm-hmm. however you know at the age that I am now it, it you know it it's so I, I feel blessed that I'm learning now. And that's kind of one thing that I tell the younger people. I've told this story on another podcast, but a guy I work with who is um, a millennial, um, you know, he just, you know, he just like said to me, he just said to me one day, he's like, why are you being so nice? Which I find so funny. And then he thought he offended me because again, like she said, I was kind of laughing. Like he's like, Oh, did I just make her snap? And I was just like, and I was like, have I not always been nice? He's like, no, I just really never knew what she, she thinks he was thinking all that as a millennial. I could tell her she, he was really just, you know, we're pretty blunt. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, he is. He is that too. He is that too because we call assholes a lot. We're not. We're just trying to say. I mean, we can be. But, but it, it, the thing is, like, I, I, I kind of laugh about it now, but it, it's like I do find, um, I do find a lot of joy when I realize I've learned something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can I, see the change, and when you see the change, you start to be the change, and that's the point. Like you. You see the change in yourself and you start to reflect other people so when you see them being an asshole it doesn't it no more it doesn't affect you negatively it makes me think how can i help them get out of that right and mm-hmm. and i think that and that's kind of my big picture it's like i wish i would have learned this a long time ago however in reference to kind mm-hmm. of something chris has said i kind of i'm learning today on this call well i didn't learn it a long time ago because be ready then. i wouldn't i wasn't ready i wasn't receptive and now's the time i need to know it because now's the time she has I, all this time I, to learn about these apps and stuff well, <laughs> yeah because yeah, now i can learn how to do a podcast but well now's that i mean yeah. i'm looking back and i see okay so i'm helping these younger people mm-hmm. The people that it, the person that I used to be is now looking at me to like mm-hmm. okay, well you're older Absolutely. and more knowledgeable, so they're they not listen. All listen you they, know, yeah, they're not. I mean, but some but, of them have come to me, absolutely. and then I look at my children who are you know thirty four years old, and um, so it's like you know, no, if I would have learned this stuff earlier, they wouldn't have been receptive, and they wouldn't be ready to hear it. But since they know that I'm on this journey, and they they can see a change, then mm-hmm. they as well are receptive. So that's cool. We learned something today. Yay. Look at us go, girl. Yay. Look at us go. Yep. 
It's, so it's cool um, for me to see my mom's change. You know, like being the opposite role for me to be changing this much, and my mom um, helping her through a lot of stuff. That like it's just it's crazy to me that I could help her because she's done so much for me in my life. And but with you, like anybody that could be my mom to be able to help them, I'm like, oh my god, y'all helped me know so many things over the years. So it's like my mom always says when she asks me to teach her the internet to do on the internet, she's like, just remember, I taught you how to wipe your own butt, and I was like. True that. Mic drop, mom. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'll never. <laughs> exactly. I might have to use that one. So let's do one more question. So um, our last question. Sum up your vision. Uh, just in one word or in a sentence or how do you mean to do it? However you want okay. to. Um, my vision is to help as many people as possible learn that living simply is the best way to help your mind. I don't want all the mental illness that's in the world. I feel like one, obviously foods and chemicals are, I feel like driven straight to mental illness. And two, I believe that all of the distractions that we have constantly every day in in and out, whether it be clutter in your house or your laptop, you know, your inbox, your phone, everything is going off constantly and it's constantly distracting people and you cannot stay focused. And personally, we both talked about being ADHD. I feel like it's more important than ever for people that are ADHD because we take on the most of it for like, we take it in more than others, I think. And to slow down and to realize that like when I say live simply, I do mean minimalistic, but I mean like as a family minimalistic, I don't mean like how you've seen these shows where people have like 10 things and, you know, cool. I would love, I mean, honestly, it'd be pretty cool because, you know, but I'm realistically just to be at a small enough amount of things in your home and in your life and in your mind and in your, everything that's around you should be something that you love. And that's it. That's, that's, when I say live simply, that's what I mean. It could so be you your private mean, jet. It could be. I was going to say, so you, when you say live simply, no, you don't I don't mean, mean okay. I don't mean like have to have no money and do all that because I've taken a lot of abundance master classes now and realized that I was pushing money away for a lot of my life because I was like most people and felt like greedy people were assholes. But I also knew that wasn't true because with my dad, thankfully, and with their business and with everything that my dad's shown me growing up in life, like it could be people that have completely poor homeless people or it could be like really rich people. And they're all, they're, I've been around all walks of life my whole life with this gas station and whatever. And it taught me that everybody, you know, can be good or everybody can be bad. So the abundance stuff, I realized, okay, that's definitely not um, hurting you. But so live simply, I had some guy write me on Facebook cause you know, the business live simply go lightly. And he's like, Oh, I love that. Live simply so that others may simply live. And I'm like, that's not what I meant because the more that I have, <laughs> but good job, dude. I just put it like a thumbs up. Cause I'm like, I can't go into this. That's a lot of energy. I don't feel like expelling right now. I'll teach him later. Um, but no, I mean, it's like, so Joel scene, for instance, I used to feel like before I understood abundance, they're like, Oh my God, why does he have so much shit? Like, why is his house so huge and this and that? And then I realized he helps enough people that he deserves all of that. And he gives plenty, you know, like you should not, I don't know. I would never have a house, but that's just my personal taste. Like if he, wants you know, to, Kid Rock gives over a million dollars a year, yeah. but he lives in a double wide. I'm just saying. That's what I mean. That's what simply. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to live in a double wide probably when I have money, but it's not like Vane keeps going, mommy, we're going to have a mansion. And I'm like, I don't really, I mean, I mean, 5,000 square foot so most of ever have even when I'm Oprah rich like I don't want more than that I just personal I don't know my, maybe I'll add because of a gym or whatever and have trainers but we'll see it's not going to be like a compound but that's just me though that's personal and I see that people if they're the people in the world that are doing good like Jay-Z and Beyonce I feel like they're definitely like they try to help people and they try to do a lot of Oprah obviously and people like that that machine that does the mindvalley.com which I recommend everybody to go to mindvalley.com is amazing mindvalley mindvalley.com okay. and yes he's one of my huge mentors I've done master classes most people have money shit and so they push it away because for one reason or another 
we feel like. So, yes, if you want to live simply and literally, like, live out in the woods. I thought about it one time staying in the Bahamas when Charles and I first got together. Like, I just was not going to get back on the cruise ship because I was like, I'll live off coconut milk. I don't care. That's all I want in life right now because <laughs> I had so much shit going back on at home. Like, foreclosure on my old house with my ex and all this crazy. And I'm like, just leave me in the Bahamas. But I needed to live simply. And that's how, that's how the decluttering thing started. But I only got halfway through and then started helping everybody else. <laughs> So that's just, that's my thing. That's my vision is to help so many people by getting the clutter out of their life and their mind. That was a long answer for it, but. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. I enjoyed that. I, I did. I enjoyed that. Um, before we go, I want you to give um, anybody or any contact information you would like to give. I would, um, I want you to take this opportunity and give any contact information in case anybody would like to reach out to you. All right. My email address is livesimplygolightly.com. So, go lightly is just like it's spelled G-O-L-I-G-H-T-L-Y. And, um, or at Gmail, there is an, there is a website too. So, I do have .com also, um, whether or not. That's a whole nother story, but it's, I, I'm a I guess bit, I got to learn how to do that too. She does. I'm trying to get her to get there. No, I'm, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, so I have it published, but it's anyways. So live simply go lightly at gmail.com. Um, you can reach me there and I am, like I said, a realtor also, but like, I do like to help people with a lot of other things, life coaching and decluttering and a lot and of you're on things. Facebook. Yes. And I'm on Facebook. So Krista go lightly. It's K R I S T A and Instagram and Twitter and it's all Chris to go lightly so okay. pretty easy well cool and please I would encourage you to reach out to her if anything that she said um yeah you know while I've done the work and I'll say I've done the work I, I, I couldn't have started this journey without the tools that she gave me and she reached out to me because she knew me and it's kind of funny because I kind of thought that um you know I wasn't posting on Facebook my life or whatever but it was just her intuition that could tell something wasn't going right and yeah (laughs) exactly and and like I said I, I, I did have a huge life event that was and it? I'm not ever on Facebook, so I'm pretty proud of this one because yeah. I just felt it. It was crazy when she <laughs> like, reached out to me because um, I just knew. And there was this event that had gone on um, wasn't being talked about. Oh, no, it wasn't like it was the it. gossip of DeSoto County or anything like that. So it was kind of cool that she reached out to me. And and I I've told this story so, but if you haven't heard it, and so I, she was just like, you know, I just like to come and, and see you. And I was like, again, sure, sounds like a great idea. Until the you day didn't she, try to back out, though. she <laughs> no, I didn't back out that day. But the day she I was come anyways. <laughs> no, she, right, I should have known. Oh, but, so the day she was supposed to come, I was like, oh shit. And it was a sat, but it was a Saturday, so I hadn't been work all day but um but thank god yeah yeah, exactly god provides there exactly so um but so i i know and she's always constantly saying i can't take credit for it however and i know i I have i've had myself on the back i'm it's just a different kind of pride though it's not like like egoic pride i say it's like oh my thank god you know because to be able to you've you've helped me have so much courage to help other people because i can see it working in you because you use it my mom, I can see it working in her because she uses it. Some people don't listen and don't do it, and it's not like listen to me like a mom, but it is. Well, yeah, I mean, she definitely gave me the tools that I need to start on this journey, and she gave me the and, and there was there was a positive. There and I I told my kids this, so this isn't this isn't bullshit. This is like real stuff, and oh. you can ask me. But I was like, you know, when she left the house, it was just like so, she left so much positivity behind, and 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 I say that because yes, yeah, she has it's a positive. 
Go just lightly. a positive. Go lightly. There you go. It's my light. Um, but you know, there I do believe in positive aura yeah, kind of thing that she left behind uh-huh. in my house. It like wasn't like we were sitting here talking gossip and shit about people. Oh, no. The negativity. It was it's funny. I, and I used to, y'all. I'm not. I used to be the biggest people watching. Loved it because I hated myself, and I always knew that to an extent. But like, I didn't realize until my one of my best friends, Kayla called me on it with grace and was like but why do you talk about people Krista and this was only like 2016 and I was like because I don't even like myself she's like but why and I said because I just don't and like she just looked at me in like sincerity with that grace in her eyes and was like but why you're beautiful and you're amazing and I just fell apart and I never talked about people ever I've told Taylor this story but I've never talked about people I I can't even imagine and I loved hearing it in her because Denise would have been the one right beside me talking some shit with me I would have but Absolutely. like when she told them that whatever podcast it was when she was talking about the lady in the kimono she could not even bring it into words to say that the lady's outfit was ugly. She could not even say that. <laughs> and it was so adorable. She kept saying, well, it just, it just didn't go well together. Did. And like, it's like the sweetest. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a new. I couldn't like, say so, anything bad so about her. You which is so though. different for you me. You can't though. Because it's, you realize everybody, like, now when I see people wearing stuff, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had that much security. You know, but I do now. So it's like, cool. I'm like, oh man, you know, if I look, that's, she's rocking that. And it's just so different than how when you just didn't like yourself, you talk shit about other people. Because even if it's in your own mind, it makes you feel a little bit better. Like, it's crazy now to say that. Because I could not do it. Yeah. It, Nor would it, I, it would hurt my soul. It makes my heart hurt. Well, and just even it. talking about strangers, not even gossiping. Oh. It was like, I mean, I, I definitely could. I would have, that story is so funny. This time last year, I would have said, oh, my God, there was this lady who had this kimono on with this like outfit. I mean, I don't know. Do you know, did she look in the mirror before she left home? But then you're like, this sweet little old but lady. But then, I, now I'm just like, oh, oh, look at her wearing that kimono. I bet her daughter gave her that. And she doesn't know how to wear it. But look at her rocking it. And and I just had to pay her a compliment. So, that's yes. funny that you noticed that. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I pointed this out. It was a kimono. And kimono is what... Um, my girl says and tidying up. That's what she, kimono is like all the ex, ex, like the extra stuff in your house. And I love kimonos. I That's why I love extra stuff in my house. Oh, we're extra. <laughs> yeah. If you cannot tell, we're well, extra. Know, that's funny. Um, Ava called me extra not too long extra. ago. So my I a- like it because we're extra special. That's right. Extra special. <laughs> and that's kind of what I told Ava. Like, And I asked Ava, would you want a basic Nini? And no. she was like, no. I'm like, well, okay. No, my nail guy tries to talk me into all these crazy colors every time I go. And I'm like, Tan, I love you. But the only thing about me that's basic is my nail color. So like, you try to leave me alone. <laughs> I like it. So. Well, Krista, thank you so much. I, 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 I've enjoyed this. I've actually learned some things. And so I, I, I hope that you have enjoyed this as well. Um, I publish a new episode every week that um, I hope will be interesting. And most of all, help anyone out there that is on this journey that that I'm on personally. I am Krista. I mean, I, I don't know that you oh, ever I'm get to the end of this journey. No, You're constantly on this. It would be fun if you got to the end. Well, I know. Then what would you do? I found my best self. Mm-hmm. Now what do I do? You're always going to have stuff. <laughs> I mean, like I say, look at Oprah and all these people in the world that are like, the most amazing people ever. They all have their own shit. They admit to it, though. Is the pro- you know, it's the good thing. You just have to admit to it. Right. Exactly. Keep so, doing the work. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so thank you for listening. If you need me, Thanks, um, you can girls. get me. <laughs> guys and girls. <laughs> if, you, um, if you need me, you can find me at jamminthejourney at gmail.com. Or I just started a new Facebook page. Please go and like it. And please okay. share it. Um, I would love um, love for you to do that. And I would love to hear from you. Um, I really, really would. Um, you know, even if you disagree or you have an opinion about anything that was said, I would love to hear from you. I, constructive criticism, 
it's like I truly have grown to enjoy constructive criticism. Sometimes yes, I, do too. I ask for it. People get like I'm crazy, and I'm yeah. like, no, I want to know if I'm not self aware about something. I want to get rid of it. Right. And so I mean, some I mean, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I blow it off because it's like, no, I'm not. Or sometimes you think I think about it though later. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, ooh, I am. Man. And so, um, so yeah, good, bad, indifferent. Um, I'd yeah. love to hear from you. Oh, I'm also live simply go lightly. My podcast. I've only done two, so don't let yeah. But they're okay. coming. They're coming. They're on there. Just like yeah, because um, I'm, I'm out doing her <laughs> on that. Is. The student so is out doing the hey, teacher. That is what you want. Like just like you want your children to be better than you. I want my students to be as good or better than me. So yeah, that's, so, my, that's my watch. Remember, no one is you, and that is your superpower, and that's true for all of us. So, yeah, she does have a podcast that um she has. Not, it's only had like two. Don't even judge yet. So. But yeah, she yeah she will have a podcast. So I will I will definitely be plugging that as she gets going. <laughs> She's teaching me how to plug in. I'm so. Um, anyway, thanks so much, y'all. And remember, there is no right or wrong way to do life. So put, put your playlist on shuffle and let's jam this journey together. So everybody, have a good day. And thank you so much for listening. And again, we would love to hear from you.